It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. Yeah. Yeah, here's Johnny. He's he's back. Nicholson said it best in The Shining. He's back. I didn't have the Welcome Back Cotter song ready to go for you. Oh, that would have been good. <laughs> Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage, John Spears in studio. Ed Peak, legendary, legendary journalist in Louisville, Not with me as well. Yeah, sure. Not but, well, you're a legend in my mind, Ed. I don't care uh, what everybody uh, else okay. thinks. He joins me in studio to make this <laughs> sick day transition go a little bit better. It's been a tough, 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 a tough couple of days. Is that what? Easy Three, to say. two, one. Tough couple of days. <laughs> We can cut that out, right, Jim? All right, good. That's oh, yeah. <sighs> Went to the emergency room yesterday. Look, I, I don't want any sympathy. There are people in eastern Kentucky under underwater right now, and we should say prayers for them. Because Boy, they, did you see that on, on the news this morning? My goodness. It, it took a, that, that place took a beating. Breath of Just County took is, a beating. Uh, wow. And um, in our thoughts and prayers, obviously, we hope um, the, the rain stops and, and everybody can get back to their normal lives down there, but it it may be, it may be a while. Uh, yeah. It but I went to the emergency room yesterday. I, I left the show Monday. By the way, Eminem Cartage Hotline is open, 384-1450, 384-1450 to join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. And uh, if you want to text the show, that's the number, 414-1450. I get home Monday. I take my Monday afternoon nap. I try to take a nap when we don't have the grandson. Uh, in retirement, that's a great thing. I love my naps. Oh, uh, absolutely. Woke up with the shivers. No idea why. Couldn't stop shaking. Got some uh, sugar in me. My wife did a blood sugar test on me. It seemed okay. Blood pressure was a little high, but no, nothing out of the realm of craziness. Um, <laughs> I didn't know we had an oxygen machine at the house. She's got an entire <laughs> pharmacy at the house. I didn't know. Where would this come from? Oh, I've had this for years. Got an oxygen machine out. My oxygen was fine. Couldn't stop shaking. Drank some orange juice. I think maybe, you know, get a little sugar in me. And, and, uh, and you know, took a couple hours, but that calmed down. Then my legs start swelling up. My left leg, lower leg, shin, calf, hot to the touch, red, swollen, bruised. It felt, felt, felt bruised. There were no bruises, but when you touched it, per, it felt like what, if you had a bruise and you touched it, it would feel like. So I waited a couple days. I'm stubborn. I, everybody hates going to the doctor. Everybody hates going to the hospital, and I'm, I'm no different. Finally, yesterday morning, I said, hey, I got to go get this checked out. I was worried about blood clots, no history of them. Uh, they did an ultrasound on my leg. The people at Norton Audubon were great uh, in the emergency room, and uh, they gave me – I'm on the drug, Ed, that the, on the antibiotic that they give you if you've been exposed to anthrax. That's a little scary. I mean, we're going to give you this drug, yes. okay? So I get first of all, I look up cellulitis on my phone because that's what they say. I probably have cellulitis. Um, it's just an infection on usually on the left side of the body, arm or leg, and it's my wow. left leg. I'm like, wow, that's pretty uh, nifty. Look it up, okay? It sounds about right. This is the symptoms, and then I look up the medicine they prescribe me, used for anthrax. Uh, Poisoning used for anthrax when you're uh, exposed. Anthrax ex- exposure. I went. That's pretty strong. 
My wife's cousin is a nurse. She goes, he's on what? <laughs> yeah, he's not going to feel well for a while because this stuff will knock you down. And uh, I'm two doses in of a 20-dose, of a, uh, 10-day 20-dose 20 20 dose, uh, thing. Ooh. And we'll, we'll see. But I feel better than I did Monday or Tuesday or yesterday. Um, I think it's more relief because I was really worried about the blood clot. How's your appetite? Not good. Really? Which... I don't know. Is that is that a uh, that's that's I, hey, listen probably good but had a headache and no appetite and when I did eat I didn't taste anything so immediately what COVID. I think is COVID COVID yeah took a home test Monday night negative took a home test yesterday negative, negative. so I feel pretty good that it's not COVID um and they felt you know they said your legs not swelling up because of COVID no, no. so. Anyway, here I am. Good to be back. Good to have you here, buddy. Good well, to have thank you. you. Thank uh, you. A lot to talk about. By the way, I missed you for two days. I, I did. Um, uh, you I'm, you actually I'm, texted me I'm Tuesday because you were irate about something, like you always get, and you wanted oh. to talk about something. And <laughs> I, I had said, no uh, idea what Ed, that was. By the way, Ed, I'm not going to be on the show today. <laughs> All right, by the way, don't forget it's Summer Cash Bash at Thorns. Each week, one lucky Refreshing Rewards member wins $10,000. It happens all summer long with the grand prize of a 2022 Chevy Tahoe. Simply open your Refreshing Rewards app, click on the Summer Cash Bash icon. You are entered. You can earn additional entries by purchasing select top brands like Mountain Dew 20-ounce bottles, hot dogs, Bud Light 12-packs, large Doritos, many more using your Refreshing Rewards card. That's Thorns Summer Cash Bash. Not a Refreshing Rewards member? Why not? Become one today. Text rewards to 80313. And that Thornton's text line again is 502 414 1450. Major League Baseball has been great the last few days. Trade deadline is Tuesday. Um, Going to talk about that. Yankees uh, lost, got swept by the Mets in the short two game Subway series yesterday. They will play in Yankee Stadium, I think, next week. Uh, but the Mets. Draw first blood there. That could be a preview of the World Series. The Mariners got swept coming out of the break. 14-game winning streak. They come out of the break. They lose three home games in a row to the Astros. Then the Astros go to Oakland and get swept by the A's. So if you want me to figure out baseball, you're in the wrong place. The A's were 14-33 and 33 at home before they swept the Houston Astros, who have the second-best record in baseball. Explain something to me in baseball. By the way, the Reds, who I told you would not lose 100 games, are 4-2 and two since the All-Star break. Thank you. And You're I welcome. Be- and I believe if rain doesn't get them, they're going to be playing 12, here. 12-35 today. 12-35 against the powerful but Miami. The, but the Cubs are 5-0 and oh since the break. Oh, well. They're getting ready to trade Wilson Contreras, maybe Ian Happ. Maybe they get something for Kyle Hendricks. That way, the whole band from 2016 is now gone, except for the contract of Jason Hayward that will never go away. And but my Cubs are five. Your Reds are four and two. That's that's cute and sweet. But my Cubs are five and a. <laughs> well, uh, no, they're probably not going to lose a hundred games. Not. But they're too talented. Well, they're gonna they're gonna trade Louis Castillo. They are. Uh, he pitched great. I think time. I think maybe to the Yankees. Well, the Yankees, when they played in New York, the, the Yankees almost didn't let him get on the plane and leave town then. But I think the Reds said, you know, that's not going to look good. 
let's just take him home, <laughs> let him pitch a couple more games at home, and uh, yeah, get back with us when you got a, a solid offer. And 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 after that, who who else do they have that could could go somewhere? Uh, nobody really. I mean. Votto's not going to go anywhere no. because he's prob- probably he's hitting two ten. Probably in his last year, and that's two ten up over one seventy uh, something. You can't trade India. He's too young. He's very valuable, but he's too young. I'm sure they'd like to if they could get six number Maybe, one. Maybe you picks. know who's going to trade is Tyler Malley. Yeah, that's another one. Mm-hmm. Who's that's pitched great one. this season? He, he's gonna on a go. bad team. He's gone. On a bad team. I think he's I agree. Gone. I, I, I agree. Uh, the Yankees got it started yesterday. They got a- Andrew Benintendi from Kansas City for three prospects. Benintendi was an all-star this year, left fielder. They need a left fielder. He's hitting 320, three homers, 39 RBS, 785 OPS. The Yankees need outfielders. Giancarlo Stanton, who hits Stantonian shots, is uh, he's got Achilles tendonitis? Those are two words that do not go well together. He's on the ten-day IL. They expect him to miss a couple of weeks, but anytime I hear the word Achilles in, I get a little nervous. And uh, yeah, uh, um, yeah, you know, Anthony Davis Achilles, Kevin Durant Achilles. It's more of a basketball injury, but if you tear or rupture your Achilles, if you sprain it, you're out for a couple of months. If you tear it, you're, it's a, it's a one year process to rehab that thing. How do you avoid that? Do you is there exercises you can do? I to don't know. I had a buddy strengthen your uh, Achilles. I, I'm sure. I guess there are. I, I had mean, a buddy slugger was is just playing basketball like he always does. Didn't step on a foot. Didn't step on the edge of a court or anything. Just took a step, snap, cool. and you hear it, and it just snaps. And it don't and, feel too good either. And you bet. can't walk in a ball game. And when you're carried off, that's an Achilles usually. That's not good. Uh, so Stanton's got that. Uh, Joey Gallo is being booed out of the stadium in Yankee Stadium now. He strikes out every time he, he comes to the plate anymore. Well, well, that's the Yankees' problem. They either strike out or hit a home and run. And the Mets took advantage of that. Aaron Judge struck out three times last night against Max Scherzer. Max Scherzer Max on his Scherzer. birthday uh, doesn't get the win. It was 2 nothing when he came out. The Yankees tied it with later with in the eighth with the two-run homer. The Mets win it in a walk-off uh, base hit by Starling Marte in the uh, bottom of the ninth. Best uh, best uh, right-hander in, in baseball right now, uh, Scherzer, and the best left-hander. Oh, left-hander's tough. I, I might have to get back with you. Well, you know, you, you, you know who's really good in, in Dodger Stadium. I mean, Clay Kershaw is the, Clayton, the quick answer. Uh, but he's a little long in the tooth now. I'll take him. Framber Valdez from the Houston Astros, really yeah, solid. Yeah, really solid. Yeah, I, and I, I sent out some predictions during the All Star break, just for the heck of it. And I picked Houston to win the World Series. Yeah, I've said that on on here. I know, I know, I, I, I know you have. They're they're just more well rounded than the Yankees. Yankees are going to hit a lot of home runs. They're going to walk a lot, but they're going to strike out a lot. And, and if you have good pitching, and the Astros do, they can keep you from hitting those home runs. And I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me on this, but I don't care. Dusty Baker is a good manager. He's a really good manager. And people say, well, he's never won the big one. He's been had took the Giants to the trough. He took the, the Cubs. Uh, you know, he, the Reds were on the verge. Uh, the Astros, uh, the Dodgers beat them. Or was it the Dodgers beat them in the World Series two years ago? Yes, three years two ago. or three. And then last year, of course, they lost to the Braves. Yes. Uh, he's going to win. They keep knocking on the door. It's, it's like when I was well, was young. 
being a Reds fan, I'm thinking, one of these days, they keep knocking on the door, they're going to win the World Series. And weren't the Astros, after the uh, controversy and the, the Stein stealing and the cheating, people laughed when they brought in Dusty Baker. People said, oh, Dusty Baker, he, what are they doing? Well, the I, guy has proven over and over and over and over again that he can take a bad team and make them, um, you know, better than average. Better than average. He can make them a, a tough out. Right. But he can take a good team and make them a great team. I I, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, yeah, I like the Astros. I want to see, and I'm in the minority here. I want to see Met Yankees. That's it. I've watched them the last two nights. Um. The atmosphere at City Field, I always want to say Shea Stadium, but at City Field was electric. It'll be the same at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, Astros, Dodgers would be fun. Mets, Astros, or uh, Brewers. I'd love to see Brewers twins. Because uh, nobody's going to be watching but me. Not going <laughs> In the networks, I guarantee right? you. Nobody's going to be watching but me. Uh, Blue Jays and Blue Jays Brewers would be fun. Blue Jays Dodgers would be fun. But I want Met Yankees. I do. I you, just want to see Met Yankees. You know, Yankees. everybody in that AL East has got a shot somewhere along the line. Now, I, I, the I, Yankees are way ahead. I, I understand that. I threw the Red Sox over the heap into the garbage bin on Monday on, oh, the, on this show. Oh, I still yeah, think they got they got swept. They could get Coming hot. out of the break. They can get hot. Um the pitching is, leaves a lot. They haven't had a starting pitcher win win a game in over a month now. Well, that's hard to do. Yeah, uh, you, you accidentally get a seven nothing lead again <laughs> somewhere along the line against somebody in the first five innings, and your pitcher gets a win. But the Red Sox <laughs> haven't been able to do that. Well, the, the, you got the Red Sox. You got the uh, Red Sox are Toronto. Down. Red Sox are behind yeah, Baltimore not, now. They're, they're, they're not behind Baltimore. You got that division. And to, to, to me, uh, John, there are not many good teams in baseball right now. There are not that many good ones. Who is the highest paid player? This is going to be fun. Who are the Baltimore Orioles I have no idea. paying the most money for? I have no idea. It is a guy that's retired. His name is Chris Davis. Really? He's getting $23 million in deferred money this season. Chris Davis. Second highest player in the Baltimore System is Jackson Holiday, who was the number one draft pick two weeks ago, a week ago, whatever it was. He is the son of former Cardinal Matt Holiday. He's a shortstop. They paid him an $8.19 million signing bonus. That makes him the second highest paid <laughs> player on the Orioles this season or in their organization this season. Those are the top two players being paid by Baltimore right now. Number three is Trey Mancini, who's been paid $7.5 million, who's actually on the roster and playing baseball for the Baltimore Orioles. They have the lowest payroll in the league, and the top two guys aren't even on the team. That's Man- incredible to me, and they're over five hundred. Mancini, I, 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 that's about the only name that I recognize. I couldn't tell you who they're starting they're started. I couldn't tell you who their starting pitchers. I couldn't tell you their closer. The closer's I, Pedro Lopez. He was an All Star, and uh, he got he got took the loss last night against Tampa Bay in extra innings. Uh, that's another team, Tampa Bay. But they got Mount Castle. They got Santander. They got a lot of guys with long names. Uh, Ruth Ned Odor. You remember him? I call him Od- <laughs> the Odor. 
Uh, <laughs> How would you like to be a broadcaster for that? That team? would be not not fun. Not fun for me. By the way, I do have an announcement I guess I can make now because it's been all over the, uh, the, uh, the Twitter page. St. X has put it all over the Twitter page. I'm going to get to that after the break, though. Who? Also, who? Saint X. Oh, Saint, Saint Xavier. Oh, Saint Xavier. Yeah, that's the school Tigers. Level. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, okay. over in Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mike Trout news is his career in jeopardy. We'll get to that. A new member to the Live Tour is named. We'll get to that as well. UK quarterback in the transfer portal. No, it's not him. All that and more. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage, John Spears, Ed Peak in studio. Eminem Cartage Hotline open 384-1450, 502-384-1450. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, Thornton's text line is open as well, 502-414-1450. That's 414-1450 to get your text into the show. Uh, I'm looking at the text line. I want to thank everybody for all the well uh, well wishes. Oh, I don't have any. So, uh, anyway. <laughs> It's there available for you, 414-1450. You can uh, send me that you're glad I'm back, or you can send me that you wish I would never come back. I'm fine with that. Everybody has their own opinion. Oh, my, right? my wife said, by the way, my wife said tell you hello and that she's glad you're doing we're okay. both We're commiserating together because she's got a bad ankle right now. Right? Yes, she does. Yes, she does. Oh, Patricia. My goodness. Uh, I would bring you a stew or a nice pot pie. You know, in your during your convalescence here, Patricia. But I got a bad leg, bad wheel myself. I can't do it. All right, uh, Bo Allen, quarterback at Kentucky, the Lexington Catholic graduate, in the transfer portal. Um, when I look into this, when I what I read into this, Ed is a guy that wants to play and looks at the landscape of Will Levis and the fact that Kentucky's still recruiting quarterbacks over top of him, and says, if I want to. If I want to win and be part of the UK program, then I won't care about playing. I'll stay here. But if I want to play, I got to go somewhere else. Yeah, uh, he's. It's the it's the era we live in. Uh, very, very true. Very true. I and I remember seeing uh, uh, Bo Allen play against the Sales uh, his senior year, and he was a real deal. Yeah, there was no no doubt about that. It's just that. You, you wonder some guy, sometimes, as some of these guys sometimes sign above the level of their – and I'm not saying that he wasn't good enough to play at Kentucky, but sometimes you just wonder if they'd have gone somewhere else, you know, maybe, they, maybe, they'd, have, maybe they'd have done better. But when, when Levis transfer, transferred in from, what, Penn State, right? Yeah, yeah. Penn State. Allen's not the first quarterback to leave. <laughs> no. Uh, I would have I would have thought that's oh boy the story right. the story's always better when it's a hometown guy or a home state guy Tim Couch comes to mind Jared Lorenzen Andre Woodson uh, if you look at Louisville Jeff Brown Brian Brown um, you know Mike Bush even though he didn't play quarterback great story uh, it's it's always better when it's a local guy it just feels better to. To the fan base, no boy, matter where it's at. Boy, did you name some icons there in this area? Bush, Brom, the both two Broms, three Broms, uh, all played there. Uh, you know, like you said, uh, Lorenzen and uh, Couch, and uh, 
I'm Andre telling you Woodson. what. And Andre Woodson. Was underrated. Under, yes, yes. I'm telling you what. Had Tim Couch not gotten drafted number one by the Cleveland Browns and went somewhere else, they wore him out. They, that He had no offensive line. Yeah. He just got beat. He he, he might have lasted a few years longer. There's a few stories out there. You know, Tim Couch's not the only guy there, but there's a few stories out there. By the way, your wife sent me a DoorDash. Told me DoorDash is available. <laughs> so if I want to send her some food, <laughs> I can. Uh, I can <laughs> look, I don't do Door. My my daughter delivers for DoorDash actually. So maybe maybe I work something out. Patricia. I'll see what I can. <laughs> Um, See, my wife's listening. She cares about you. The question I have, (laughs) thank you, Patricia. The question I have is who's the backup quarterback for the Kentucky Wildcats now because injuries happen. God forbid, but injuries happen. Boy, that that would be tough if they, if. uh, You can't lose Levis. No, you can't. Well, uh, same deal at at Louisville. You can't lose. uh, Can't lose Malik. Malik Cunningham. No, same same deal. Uh, If you do, you're you're, you're in trouble. but then again, you say to yourself, well, when these guys graduate or leave, you know, somebody's going to have to take their place. So, you know, if, if they get hurt, they get hurt. There's just really nothing you can do about it. Uh, speaking of Malik Cunningham, the cards were picked uh, in ACC Media Days to finish fourth in the Atlantic Division of the ACC behind Clemson, NC State, and Wake Forest. You think that's about the right spot there? Yeah, that's probably about right. I, I'm telling you, and, and people aren't going to believe me when I tell them this, but the ACC this year is pretty darn good. The teams above Louisville are going to be really good. I think Clemson will be even better. And they won 10 games last year. NC State was nothing to sneeze at last year. They'll be even better. They got a quarterback that's really good, Devin Leary. Wake Forest, I think, is was very underrated all year. The, Wake Forest got to the uh, – Championship of the ACC uh, yeah. and lost to Pitt. Right, they've got an excellent quarterback, and I think that in uh, in Florida State's behind Louisville, but I don't think Florida State's going to be horrible, and I don't think Syracuse is going to be horrible. Now, I, I I could be wrong. Boston College is supposed to be better this year, so every team in there is is at least decent or better. Now, over in the uh, in the coastal, Miami is the odds-on pick there. Uh, and you got Virginia, Virginia Tech, you got Duke, you got uh, North Carolina. Uh, I think Miami's probably the the, the odds-on favorite. Uh, and Pitt, Pitt, Pitt's pretty good too. And Louisville plays all of those. They play Pitt, they play Wake, they play NC State. Louisville's schedule is. Do they, they play got, the Canes this year? No, they don't play the Canes this That's year. That's good. And lucky for the, lucky for them. Yeah, I, I especially down there. Louisville does not play well. Down there against uh, against Miami, but I I was going through the schedule last night, just kind of playing around, and I, I put down three losses. You want to guess which three losses I thought it would be? For sure, three. You, uh, uh, wait a minute. I, I, wait a minute. Before I get to the and this the is teams, not a prediction. This is just I'm just before kinda, I get to the teams. Are you, you're not saying nine and three? Well, I I went through it and you're said nine. Kind of saying three. nine and but, three. But I'm not. Well, I'm not Clemson's making that obvious. Clemson's obvious. It's there at Clemson. Um. I'm going to go Kentucky. That's two because it's there, too. Because of the – oh, wow. Because of the quarterback situation, I'm going to say NC State. Mm. Because Louisville's going to have my, – my feeling this year is Louisville's going to have to outscore a lot of teams. They're going to have to win a lot of games 42 to 35. They're yeah. not, they're not, if they score 20 – Four, they're probably going to lose in a lot of games because the defense, in my opinion, 
not going to be the strength of the Well, they should be a lot better. They should be. Now, saying it and doing it are two completely uh, completely completely different things. Uh, Wait a minute! Don't just don't tell me. I got to look at the scout. Now you got me intrigued. <laughs> I hate it when you when you make me think, Ed. Especially, you know, I'm under the weather here, and you're making me think. I got a oh, you le- could you, you I got can, a leg infection. You, you man. could <laughs> you could power um, through it. Trust me. I think I know already. Just looking at the schedule, uh, Central yeah. Florida. Yeah. Yeah, on the road. They have second game of the year. They have seventeen starters back. On the Central road, second Florida. game of the year. That's that's that, tough. That's that's tough. Now that's asking a lot. They got to play. So I'm telling you what. If they start out zero and two. Yeah. If they don't win at Syracuse oh on boy, September second, the heat will be. I wouldn't want to be Scott Satterfield, you, but you, I don't think they'll start out zero and two. You can have the greaty, greatest recruiting class in the history of the school coming in, which he might have. And it's and not going to make any difference. If you go three and nine, you're out the door. If you go four and eight, if you go five, I mean, if they go any less than seven, got to go five, bowl game, right? You go. Oh, that's that's in stone. Six yeah. and six, you think? Uh, See, it's close. I, I think it's it's wavering. I mean, it's it's. Well, if you go six and six and lose a bowl game, and if you're if you're six and six, you're probably going to lose the bowl game. Does it hurt Scott Satterfield? And I know this is. Seven degrees of Kevin Bacon here. Does it hurt Scott Satterfield that in his most recent public appearance in the city of Louisville, Jeff Brom sort of left open the possibility that he, yeah, I would think about coming back to Louisville. Does that hurt him? It doesn't help. It doesn't help. Because uh, when he said that at, at his, his dad's uh Vet function, whatever it was, just a little throwaway line. A lot of message board ears perked up. And said, <laughs> "What did he say? He said he wants to come back. He can see coming." Oh well, wait a minute. Well, I'm going. Is that unfair to Scott Satter? Well, yeah, it's probably unfair to him. But I, I, number one, I think, and here again, uh, I was talking this over with my sister-in-laws yesterday. They're big Louisville fans. I said, Scott Satterfield is such a nice man. I think he's a good person. I think he's a good man. I would really hate to see him fail. And the problem was, after going 8-5 and five that first year, and, of course, that was pre-COVID and all that, the next year they went, what, 4-8. and eight. That, that hurt a lot. And then last year, going 6-7. and seven. Yeah. That, that definitely didn't help with that, with that. And what? They lost four games by seven points or less. Yeah, the the late game clock time management, clock management, play calling was really how, how many really, of those did we see last really year? Really questionable. Virginia, um, yeah, Wake Forest was on TV. Gosh, uh, Florida, NC State, Florida State was, game, right? No, they won. They oh, beat Florida, Florida State. State. For some reason, Louisville plays well. The crazy game State. when they threw the ball late in the game. It didn't have to. Was that was that uh, was that Virginia? That was Virginia. Yeah, that, yeah. We were at that game. Just kind of looking at each other like, I I don't believe what I just saw there. But, you know, you you got to clean that up. You have to win the close games. You have to outcoach the other guy in the fourth quarter. And if you don't, it's glaring. I think think they have. And I think he's a terrific coach. uh, That remains to be seen. I think he is. I don't think he's a bad coach. And sometimes I put it this way, and Scott, if you're listening (laughs) – uh, don't he, get, he's not. Don't, don't get mad at me for saying this. <laughs> His sometimes, neighbor might be listening. He's not. Sometimes right. coaches are just about as good as their talent is. Yeah, yeah. That's and that's, that's kind of how I view Scott Satterfield. Now, 
We'll see. We'll I, see. I, now he 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 didn't he didn't dumb down since he left Appalachian no, State. No, he didn't. Uh, so he's got to know something. He won eight games with that team in his first year. Anybody can win eight games. And be, of course, they beat Mississippi State, which was banged up to the hill, poorly coached, and all Mississippi State wanted to do was go back to Starkville in the in the Music City Bowl that year. But still, Stark they, Vegas. Yeah, they still and, and it wasn't really close in the second half. I mean, Louisville proved that they wanted to win. They were there for a reason, and they pounded Mississippi State in the second half. This team just goes as far as Malik Cunningham takes. Oh, yeah. I, I think, uh, yeah, I, I, they can't get him hurt. And I know that's always a concern because he <laughs> likes to run. And uh, you talked about this last year at Logic. Oh, gosh, is Malik hurt again? Here yeah. he goes limping out. There he goes limping on. He Willis read it a couple times. He did. He did. Well, I, uh, Clemson might have been the reason. I thought he's not coming back. There's no way he comes and here back he out comes. of the locker. Here he comes, yeah. and he gets him down to the two. You give him a lot of credit. In my family, in my family, that Clemson loss, they go, oh, they got to fire him. They got to get rid of him. Well, I, this is the pro, this is the mistake a lot of programs make, a lot of ads make. Until you know who the next guy is, don't fire anybody now, because you don't. You <laughs> they don't, know who the next guy will be. It can be worse. <laughs> yeah, we've seen it. It can be worse. I'm. I'm. That's my. That's my whisper voice. It could be worse. Speaking of, of Don't do it. Uh, speaking of Jeff Brom, I see in some uh, publications that he might have a team to win the. Uh, He's talking Big Ten some stuff West. at the Big Ten media days uh, either yesterday or the day before. Is there a better coach? I don't know what day it is with this uh, illness. I guess <laughs> it's Thursday, John. Oh, okay. Thursday. You got yeah. one more day tomorrow. Oh, um, He's talking. He's talking loud. He loves good. his quarterback, Aiden O'Connell. And if Aiden O'Connell has a great year, he had a really good year last year. If he has a great year, all of a sudden. Jeff Brom is now the new quarterback whisperer because he turns good quarterbacks into great quarterbacks. I, w- I was going to make, make that point. Is there a better college coach at coaching? This guy was a walk-on. This guy yeah. was a walk-on. Yeah. yeah. O'Connell. But, you know, their recruiting guys saw something. Yeah. They gave him a preferred walk-on. He get, And you know how kids are. They get bigger, they get stronger. Some of them develop later, and all of a sudden, you got a guy that can throw the ball seventy-five yards down the field. Uh, he's not going to outrun anybody. Still not going to outrun anybody. But if he's accurate and he's got a strong arm and he can make, they always talk about making all the throws. You got to be able to throw that twenty-yard out pattern, you know, down the sideline. If he can make all the throws, Jeff Brown's going to make him a better quarterback. It's that simple. The and knowledge he has of the quarterback position is sort of unmatched. And you know what? They're fun to watch. They are not two yards in a cloud they of dust. They used to not be. Oh, they are now. They used to not be. I'm going up to the Penn State game uh, the first Thursday of the season. I would love. I would Penn love State to go. And, uh, I would. I would love to go and Purdue a night them. game on Thursday to start the season. I would love to oh, see that's them. That's beautiful. Play. I love that the Big Ten plays the conference game early. The ACC is starting to do it too. I, just, I love that yeah. they do that. Kentucky's going to play Miami of Ohio. Look, by the way, Kentucky schedule. I know you look at it and you go, eh, there's no Alabama, there's no this team, blah, blah, blah. The two opponents from the MAC that Kentucky has are both picked to win their divisions of the MAC. So be careful, Miami. Big Blue Nation. Miami? Yes, Miami's the first, and first one out of the Who's the uh, other one? Out of the shoot. Uh, see, you put me on the spot. Who you got is? the schedule right next to you. <laughs> well, it has the. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute here. I'm it's not mind. that hard, Ed. It's not. That's why we have the inner. 
I don't know if I could have done a show without the internet. I really don't. <laughs> well, it has November the 5th, and it has a logo. I can't Miami tell. of Ohio, Northern Illinois, September 24th is the other one. Northern, that's the Salukis. That's what that is. Does that look no, like No, that's Salukis? Southern Illinois. No, that's Missouri. You're pointing to Missouri. Oh. Uh, oh, I see. Yeah, okay. Northern Illinois. The Huskies, buddy. The Huskies. Well, they're not They're not bad. Legendary well, sports reporter Ed Peak calls Northern <laughs> Illinois the Salukis. I had to, that's the headline for uh, the No, day. no, no. <laughs> All right, this announcement, most people already know. I am going to be back, along with Tony Burke, as the radio voice of St. X Athletics. After weeks of intense negotiations, that's not true. Um, <laughs> I agreed to come back. Tony agreed to come back. We are going to have St. X football right here on the Big X this season. Uh, the opener is three weeks from tomorrow. Wow. St. X in Owensboro uh, at uh, Tom, Brother Thomas Moore Stadium on the campus of St. Xavier High School. And uh, we are very proud to uh, be in the Kroger broadcast booth. There's a, there's a plug. That's an <laughs> unsolicited plug I just gave. Kroger? Yeah. We got big, we're going big time here. But do I get a discount for groceries if I come to a game? Well, I don't, so I don't think you oh, do. Okay, um, but that is where my wife does most of our shopping. I will say uh, that's where we do most of our shopping. But uh, anyway, Tony and I on Friday nights we'll be bringing you Saint X football right here on the Big X all season long. We're going to do some basketball games as well when basketball season gets here. So we're very excited for that. Um, I'm excited to be back. Love doing it. Uh, defending six A state champions. So it's going to be a fun year. All right, we'll take a break, come back with some news and notes. Also, is Mike Trout's career in jeopardy? And the Live Tour gets a new member today. Listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Back Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Ed Peak with me on Thursday. Didn't do a show Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, so Tony couldn't come in. So Tony said, "You want you want me to come in Thursday?" I said, "No, I got somebody better. I got Ed coming in." Oh Thursday. no, so, no, no. So, uh, Ed Peak in no. here with me. Eminem Cartage hotline open three eight four fourteen fifty. Last chance to join in on the conversation three eight four fourteen fifty. Thornton's text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Don't forget, Summer Cash Bash at Thorns each week. One lucky Refreshing Ward member will win $10,000. Grand prize of a 2022 Chevy Tahoe at the end of the summer. Simply open up your Refreshing Rewards app. That's step one. Step two, click on the Summer Cash Bash icon. There is no step three because you're entered. That's all you have to do. Open the app, click on the icon. You can also earn additional entries by purchasing top select brands like Mountain Dew 20-ounce bottles, Bud Light 12-packs, large Doritos, hot dogs, many more using your Refreshing Rewards card. That's Thornton's Summer Cash Bash. Not a Refreshing Rewards member? Text Rewards to 80313. Don't worry, Tony's not listening. Uh, You never know. Yeah, he's probably listening. I just said that. He's probably listening. Uh, Get your Shady Rays out. Tired of losing, uh, buying expensive sunglasses. You lose them, you break them. Whatever happens to them, well, let me tell you about Shady Rays, an independent American-owned company started in Kentucky, changing the way you wear sunglasses. Shady Rays offers an industry-best combination of fit, style, and performance without the big brand price tag. Things don't stop at the quality. Shady Rays offers the most insane warranty in all of eyewear. Every pair backed by lost and broken replacements. Lose them, break them, 
If you uh, go to the hospital, uh, to the ER, because your leg hurts and uh, you fall down because you get woozy, I don't know what they put, what they do when they take blood out of your arm, but I got a little woozy, I fell, and, you know, I land on my Shady Ray sunglasses, which shouldn't have even been in the hospital with me, quite frankly. They'll give you a free pair. That's the Shady Ray's guarantee. They also provide 10 meals to fight wow. hunger in America with every order. They've donated over 20 million meals to date. Look good in your shades. Feel good by making an impact. If you don't love them, exchange them for a new pair. Return them for free within 30 days. No risk. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is offering 25% off. You can try them out, see what they're all about. Use the code BIGX at checkout for 25% off all adult shades. That's ShadyRays.com. And the only thing about that read that is possibly an embellishment is me falling on my Shady Rays at the hospital. That may or may not have happened. But it could happen. That's the point. That's a pretty good read right there. Yeah. yeah. I, that's top notch. Yo, I knocked yeah. that one out of the park. Yeah, If you say so. Thank you. Uh, the Live Tour is adding Bubba Watson. We heard about it a couple of days ago. It's another one of those older golfers, maybe past his prime, that the Live Golf Tour is taking. But the one thing we have to now do is take the Live Tour seriously. Next year, they're going to have 14 tournaments instead of eight. $405 million in prize money. This year in the eight tournaments, they had 255 So they're adding $150 million next year, adding six more events. They are not going to conflict with majors or international events like Ryder Cup or President's Cup. So um, you're going to have to take them seriously. Now, as long as it's shotgun start, 54 holes, no cut, I don't think we're going to take it seriously, but when the Live Tour gets a TV deal and when they go back to normal golf where it's 72 holes and there is a cut, which eventually I think is going to happen if you get enough golfers, which they're on their way to doing, then you're going to have, PGA Tour is going to have to make, make peace with uh, Greg Norman and the Live Golf Tour if they want to save the game of golf. This is, uh, this is a serious subject now. I'm not a Live live. Tour I've watched I'm 10 minutes of one event, but they're going to have another it. event can't do it. Uh, this weekend up in New Jersey uh, at, at, at Trump's course. Um, so we'll see how many people show up. They believe that they're growing the game because younger people are wanting to watch these guys and that the PGA Tour's demographic is mostly 50 and over men. And that uh, the live golf is more exciting. They have music going on. They have cart girls riding around giving drinks out. You know, you know, grumpy old man me, I'm going to watch the 3M <laughs> Open, right? I'm going to watch the Travelers Championship on the Golf Channel in the afternoon between 3 and 6 o'clock. That's just me. But uh, maybe they're right. I mean, sometimes people are right. Whoever, Jeff Bezos was right about Amazon. I didn't think he was, but he was. And now here we are. What's going to happen to, like, the FedEx Tour uh, Cup? Well, the playoffs start next week at the FedEx St. Jude, uh, St. Jude Classic in Memphis. So uh, they're going to play. Uh, Cameron Smith, right after he won the Open Championship, of course, Monday after he won the British Open, the scuttlebutt was he's, gonna, he's Australian. Greg Norman's Australian. They've already been in contact. He's going to join the Live Tour. Well, he hasn't done anything yet, and I think it's because he wants to play in the FedEx playoffs. Hmm. Some of these guys want to play in the FedEx playoffs. You're going to learn a lot when the FedEx playoffs are done or when, when you're eliminated from the FedEx playoffs. If you're a top 125, I think, you play in the first event. 
then you have to be top 75 or 100 or whatever it is to play in the second event. So if you're eliminated, that's when you're going to make your decision. Hey, hey, Greg, I'm right here. Give me some money. I'm, I'm coming over to play in the Live Tour. They're going to have more events next year. Uh, the money is just going to, again, it's oil money, just going to keep on flowing in. Uh, it's very dangerous for the PGA Tour right now. And I don't, I don't like it. But there are a lot of things I don't like. Nobody really cares. I don't like it either. Nobody so really I, cares what I like. You could put my name in that list too. I don't. I don't. I don't care for the list. I'm just. Old, I'm old school. So this story came out yesterday. I thought it was uh, very bizarre. Mike Trout, the head trainer of the Los Angeles Angels or California Angels or Anaheim Angels, whatever they are these days, <laughs> said that Mike Trout uh, has a rare spinal condition. He revealed that uh, in his fifth vertebrae. That makes it is going to make it difficult for him to play baseball throughout his, the rest of his career. And I didn't say it was going to cost him his career. And Mike Trout came out later and said, you know, what he meant to say, what the trainer meant to say was that I just have to stay on top of this. I have to do my regimen every day, and I have to, uh, you know, guard against um, everything that goes along with this injury. But this is, first of all. How's the head trainer of the Angels allowed to come out and make this statement? I'm sure he didn't consult. There's no way the Angels go, hey, why don't you go to the media and tell everybody about Mike Trout's back? That'd be great. This uh, oops, this is a little scary. And Trout downplaying it, you know, of course, if you're making that kind of money, you're going to say, oh, no, I'm fine. I'll, I'm fine. I'll be back in ugh, a couple of weeks. Let me stretch out here. I'll be back in a couple of weeks. <laughs> But uh, I, I think the Angels got to be irate that this story got out, and Trout probably is irate as well. When you can't get out of bed in the morning, that's a problem. Oh, and then I must have this too. <laughs> oh, it, it hurts to watch. I, I, ho- I hope. And I love Mike Trout. Uh, what a yeah. great ambassador for the game. Absolutely. It's just a shame that he's been with the same team, uh, which is good. That's good. But it's a shame that they haven't been able to put together some kind of a run to get in the playoffs. I mean, they're, they're never close. I you, thought this year maybe. I did, too. I had them in the World um, Series. Boy, it kicked me in the head on that one. Um, the Otani's great. Um, Rendon, well, about, Rendon is hurt again. They're talking, about, the t- they're talking about trading uh, Otani. Um, well, the Angels have done a lot of crazy things, and yeah. two of them are giving Ivo Pujols a 10-year contract when he was at the end of his Great years with St. Louis. St. He did Louis. hit a home run yesterday, by the way. I, I tell you what he did. He went to Toronto where Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado didn't go because they're not vaccinated, and he won a game for his team. I think he was 3-for-3 three three with a home run at one point uh, in that game last night. St. Louis beat Toronto 6-1. to one. And He was playing first base for the last two games because they, he's the only other first baseman on the roster. That uh, Albert Pujols showed what Albert Pujols was all about yesterday. He picked that team up and carried them to a win, and I didn't think he had it in him anymore. I still think St. Louis is going to win that division. I know you like Milwaukee. Nah, I like Milwaukee. Eh, not enough pitching. But, uh, of course, uh, the Cardinals, they're kind of the same way, but I'll stick with St. Louis. But the Angels, you know, they did that. They gave Trout the big contract, even though he'd been injured a couple times already. And it's, uh, it's like Anthony Davis, you know, you know. You, do we give him the big contract or not? Well, if we don't, he's going to go somewhere else. Then we're going to watch him play great for somebody else. So I got we got to give him the big contract. So that may turn out to be not good. Remember, Mike Trout's been in one playoff series, and the Angels lost all three games in that playoff series. 
That's it. And you would think a guy like Trout with Otani, that would be almost you know, a little bit of pitching. And Otani's a great pitcher, too, by the way. A little bit of pitching, and all of a sudden you should be in the playoffs. But it's just not working out for the Angels. So it would not surprise me if they were dumb enough to trade Shohei Otani. Well, that division, too, is not that – not all of that. I you mean, got Houston, and that's it. That's it, yeah. I mean, the A's are terrible. Uh the uh, Rangers are Seattle's terrible. O- Seattle's okay. Seattle's okay. Yeah, that's yeah, it. that's about the best you can say. The A's, the Angels, the Rangers, no, no shot. Right? What, what's ever happened to them? Is that Tony Burke's team, the Rangers? Texas Rangers. He's. I, I, I don't know anybody. Poor guy. In the city limits, or in the county limits, or in the state limits, that I know that's been a Texas Rangers fan their whole life. But there he is. There's one time that they should. Bump have... Wills, maybe. I don't know what got him going to Texas Rangers. Well, Billy Jeff, Martin was Jeff the... Burrows. Remember Billy Jeff Martin Burrows? was the, the manager for, for, for a little bit. Yeah, Jeff Burroughs. Uh, who else? Uh, uh, Texas Rangers. Uh, not me. Anyway, they Rangers went to a World Series. They should have won that year. Cardinals. Yeah. yeah. In, uh, what, the ninth inning, the guy hits one David, off the wall. Uh, David Freeze. David Freeze. St. Louis native. Oh, man. And the, the guy should have caught the ball in right field. I mean, it would have been a tough <laughs> catch. But, and I, I was not for – the Cardinals are tough for Texas. Well, you're tough. You're, you're, uh, you're, you're hard to deal with. I'm, uh, I watched Ken Griffey <laughs> Sr. and Cesar Geronimo and uh, uh, who played uh, Pete Rose played left field George for a Foster. while. George Foster. I watched uh, Eric Davis. How about that? Uh, Eric Davis. I watched some uh, some good outfielders. Reggie Smith was a good outfielder for the Dodgers. Rick Mundy. That's a name out of the past. All right. I'm, have you watched the captain? By the no, I haven't. I right. haven't. Episode three and four tonight, ESPN, nine o'clock. You know what? I know you love those. I things. love those. Uh, you do. I just don't. And I love. I'm going to try one. watching them. I'm, I'm going to give it a chance. Give it a chance tonight. I'll give just it a watch chance. Three tonight. and four. You don't have to know what happened in one and two to watch three and four. This is. They want it to be like the Last Dance, which was the Jordan ten ten part series. This is a seven part series. Same people doing it. It's not the same. Because Michael Jordan is an assassin. Derek Jeter's a nice guy. That's the difference. Michael Jordan didn't care about what his teammates thought. If you weren't going to help me win, I got no use for you. Derek Jeter's not that way. So it's not nearly as salacious as the last dance was. Hmm. But to me, it's very, very interesting. Some really good stuff in here. I'm going to three and four are tonight. They're both? tonight, nine o'clock. Yeah, back to back on Espen. On Espen, the uh, on the mothership. I will. Uh, if I don't watch them, I will tape. Yeah, them. how's that? that? I'm probably going to tape them and uh, watch some baseball on my MLB uh, extra innings package. Uh, By the way, baseball. Tampa Bay and Baltimore scoreless in the second. Reds and Miami scoreless. Uh, Red's got to go on second, the bottom of the first with one out. And I'll give you a scoop no. here. Uh, That's the last of, baseball update. Members of my family are at Fenway Park tonight. Fenway Park? Yes. Cleveland they play the and Boston. Go- yes. It's still hard for me to say Guardians. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's very right. difficult. Uh, Brittany Griner, maybe she comes home this week. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the Merchant of Death has been offered back to Russia. For Brittany Griner and a journalist, a two-for-one deal there. In baseball, it's a good trade. I don't know if it's a good trade. Uh, I want them back, but you're giving away a, a really bad dude, a really bad arm. What if that dude gets back here and starts yeah, doing the same it's, thing? It's tough. 
Thanks for listening. Thanks to Ed for coming in. Thanks to Jim on the board. See you tomorrow. Spears on Sports presented by m M&M and Cartage on the Big X.